Dead in Hip Hop album review, Isaiah Rashad, Sylvia demo. So Isaiah Rashad, first time I ever heard a dude was on the BET Cypher. Uh, I didn't know that TDE even signed anybody new. I see this little short dude come out and he was spitting his ass off. And that was my first introduction to him. So, you know, I really didn't know what to expect on this mixtape. And, and, and the first thing I'm gonna say is, it didn't necessarily blow me away. But I don't think that dude is whack either. What I kept trying to listen for was just a song or a verse or something that he just, I felt completely murked and I never got that. I, I felt like he played it safe. I think it's kind of smart with your first debut with TDE, which is arguably the biggest rap group right now in hip hop. So I, I, I don't know if it, if it would have been a good idea to like really go far left or far right. You know, I think I think he stayed right in the middle and he was in a comfort zone throughout the project. Um, my favorite joint off of this, as, as soon as I heard it, I knew it was my favorite, was uh, Rest in Peace Kevin Miller. The hook, the melody on that, it, it damn near um, remind me of Pac. You know, like, y'all li uh, live for bitches and blunts. We live for weed and money. You know what I'm saying? Like like that whole, the way he said weed and money, I haven't heard anybody say it like that since Pac. It, it made it sound good. That was your favorite jam? That was my, I, I, right. you know what, what I, mm -hmm. go ahead. Damn. Go ahead, you have something to say about that, go ahead. Yeah, because that, that's actually, you know that's from Master P, right? Master P, Ghetto D? Oh, is it? Yeah, y'all live for bitches and blunt, we live for weed and money. We obviously yeah, don't know, R.I.P. Kevin Miller. Yeah, Kevin Miller. Yeah, Kevin Miller. I, I didn't know anything that's about that. brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had yeah, a yeah, song yeah. that he dedicated to his brother Damn. when they gone or something like that. I didn't, yeah. I didn't even make that connection. That's where that sound yeah, from. But, uh, I, I really wasn't, Wow, like by anything, like nothing was just like, oh my God, like he's just taking this to a whole nother level. I never got that feeling. I, I kept wanting to have that, but I didn't get it. But this is the first project I ever heard of him. I don't know if he has any other projects out there. So again, if this is his very first project, I fuck with it. I fuck with it and I'm definitely interested to see what he continues to do. Um, and then the track that he had with J-Rock and Schoolboy, I think B, was it you that was saying that Schoolboy was having weak verses? J-Rock killed that shit. J-Rock killed it too, but they both killed it. They both killed it in my opinion. No, J-Rock. J-Rock. Yeah, man, I definitely fuck with the with the album. Um, but I just wasn't wild. I wasn't wild, but that's fine. Were you? Were you expecting to be wild? Yes, because when you sign to the hottest hip hop entity out, you're supposed to wow. Just the, the expectations of signing to a TDE yes. when you have four MCs that can individually can hold their own, you expected him to fit exactly. within them. Exactly, exactly. I, I think you're supposed to step, you know, with your with your best foot forward. Um, this is your first you know, introduction to everybody. You know, obviously, like I said, BT Cypher was that, but as, as a musical project on a grand scale, this is the first one. I don't want nobody to misconstrue what I'm saying. Like, it's not whack at all. I think it's a really, really good project. Your expectation was here, here, and it just, it brought, it brought me it down. Like, okay, well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but again, just listening to him, I don't think that it's not something that he can't do because the motherfucker can spit. He can rap his ass off. It, or else he wouldn't even been signed to TDE. No, I mean, I, I, I feel you, because I think when I listen Listen to it. Um, I was I was expecting like just like you, and um, so my level of expectation was 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 a little bit up here because I'm trying to figure out okay, 
Here they signed this guy from Chattanooga, Tennessee, seemingly out of nowhere, right? What's special about Isaiah Rashad? And when I'm listening to it, I'm not really hearing what made him special the first couple of listens. And I'm, so for me, I'm thinking, so where's, why is the hype? Where did the hype come from? And obviously it came from the fact that he did sign with TDE because everything's about TDE right now. So that level of expectation comes with it. But the more I played the album, the more and more I got a chance to understand and listen to him as an artist and his particular style and the different things that he actually does um, as an artist because his style is slightly different. Like if you listen to this particular tape, and I think he had another one out called uh, Hurt Cobain. They're kind of similar in style. They're kind of dark and moody and, you know, and, and he just kind of mellow and he just kind of raps on it. But with this one, you know, it sounds a little bit more polished compared to that one because he probably had TDE coming in tweaking things here or there. Yeah, RP Kevin Miller was dope. Shot you down. J-Rock killed it. Uh, Bananas. Bananas was stupid. And that was really like one of the first tracks that really pulled me into him as an artist because now I'm listening to him like, okay, so now you can do different things with your music and keep it interesting because you have this 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 sound that's, you know, slow and, and mellow and kind of somber, but vocally you're doing things different with each song. You're varying your, your flow and your cadence and all this other stuff to kind of keep it interesting because after a while you keep listening to him, you know, shit, you can probably just kind of tune out a little bit, but he's able to, because of the sound sonically, because it's the same thing over and over again, um, as a whole body of work, but he keeps it interesting and he keeps it, he keeps, you, he pulls you in to him by the different things that he does with his vocal projection. You know, he has his own thing, man. He has his own thing and I think he does it well. My expectation level wasn't high. I mean, I, I did like the song he had, the, uh, I Shot You Down, when it was just him by himself, the video he had for it. I thought, I thought it was dope. I thought it was a dope song. So going into this project, I'm like, okay, let's see what this, you know, Southern dude, got an offer or whatever, and I know you might disagree with me on this, but I feel like his production, I feel like he found his pocket just as good as Crit does, as far as a Southern MC being a Southern rapper. I thought throughout this whole project, he found his pocket really good on here, and it kind of remind me of Crit, like how Crit can find his pocket good on these on the Southern type of production, on the smooth, laid-back type production and various vocals and stuff like that. So, listening to this project more and more, I, I was able to appreciate him being, you know, kind of... It seemed like this album was kind of circling around his relationship with his dad, like with his dad and then his relationship with his son, because you know, he started the first track. Yeah. He was talking about his, you know, his dad. Then it goes to um, that joint right after R.I.P. Kevin Miller, I think is that one. So, Soliloquy. Soliloquy, yeah. Flow was like number two. Yeah, Soliloquy. And he's talking about his talking about his relationship with his dad and stuff. And then he says he left with, he left and came back with a bitch and Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he forgot he left something. And then he went to Tranquility where he talked about his relationship with his son. You know, how you think his son looks at him. So I thought that was cool. And then it kind of like brought everything back together with Heavenly Father, how he was talking about he didn't want to fuck up like his dad with his son. So I thought I thought the theme of that, I thought it was kind of interesting how he kind of circled around his dad and his relationship with his son. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, my standout tracks is R.P. Kevin Miller, um, Tranquility, and um, Heavenly Father, and Bananas is Good, and uh, yeah, I Shot You Down remix. J. Mike, I got, I got shooters on the wings, they go out of bounds, they bound to shoot. Unlike y'all two, my expectation level wasn't like super high. I was like, okay, let me go on. This is a new artist. Let me see what he got to offer. Of course, of course, he's gonna get this buzz because he's on a powerful brand like TDE. So of course, people gonna they gonna go check for it just automatically just up the strength because it's TDE. But like I said, I I like the overall theme that I thought I I think it was about his father and 
him being, you know, being being a father himself and his son. I thought it was pretty cool. I thought I thought the production was was it wasn't it wasn't too I guess southern boom shit like Mike would say. It was it was Great Bear's production, man. And I I thought I thought it was cool. I thought it was a really good project. Yeah, unlike you guys, my expectations were actually really low for this project because I only knew Isaiah Rashad from uh, that verse he did on the Cypher. And it's probably my fault when I listened to it, I was just like, who is this guy? Like, that verse was not very good. But honestly, I don't think I was really listening to the verse that hard. So maybe I need to go back and check it out. But on first listen, this shit blew me away immediately. I was like, holy shit. Like, <clears throat> I love the way he fucking rhymes on this, where you have the really mellow, laid back production, but then he's so aggressive on almost every song. Like, he reminds me so much of Kendrick, so I can see why they signed him, because he has that same style. He has that same style of rhyming to where it's, I don't wanna say it's like backpacker-ish, but it's that type of shit that backpackers can really get behind, but at the same time, he has that almost street style, you know, and he's lyrical. And he, his flow is is monstrous. Like when you listen to this, I don't think the production, at least for me, it really stood out. Like he is the star of this entire project. Every song to me was something special and something different. Um, God, I don't even know what to say. This is like one of the best things I've heard so far this year. Even though it's both still in, it's just now in February. <laughs> but this thing, this thing, fucking floored me, man. What you think about that yeah, OD he did to Scarface on Brad Jordan? Yeah, I think I'm Brad Jordan. Yeah, 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 that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't pick up that Scarface. Yeah, pick up that Scarface. Actually, oh, my, favorite, Scarface. my favorite track was Soliloquy. Yeah. Easily yeah. my favorite track, man. He, I don't know what it is about that song, but I think it's just the way he rhymes. And, and when you go back and you listen to it, you start catching lines that he says. Like, it's almost like a, a, a rock Marciano when you listen to him. You're just like, oh, that was cool. You listen to it again and again, and you start picking up subtle shit that he says that that you would never catch. Oh, I'm sorry, I gotta look at the track list again because I can't remember. There was another song I really liked. It's a Webby Flow. That was number two, right? Yeah, yeah. Webby yeah. Flow was, like, was like fucking yeah. nuts. Absolutely nuts. The stand, the 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 the, the sh shot down. That was I. It was cool. I think it's gonna get overhyped because it's like a crude track. But I'm surprised he didn't have like I'm surprised he didn't have Absol and Kendrick on there. Like you know, just kind of like I'm kind of glad he did though. Yeah, I, I am too. Maybe he. Yeah. I don't think he. Uh, I don't think he needed that. And I think it was nice to give J Rock and Schoolboy their whole verse. The track was seven fucking minutes long. I don't think you need any more than that. Phil be a devil. That was a dope one. Because um, that was smooth, but he was rapping aggressive on that. He was rapping really. He was rapping kind of. Yeah, well, I think all of them were really? like that. All of them were. There was. There was not. Was tranquility. He wasn't. He was talking about his son. I don't think he was really aggressive on that. Like on that particular. He track. still sounded gruff yeah. and yeah. gritty. He's he's not a smooth rapper. Like if you gave these beats to somebody else, it would like if Fonte. If you gave these beats to Fonte, it would be like a smooth, laid back, like ah. Uh, Kind of album, mm -hmm. but this guy with these with this mellow production, he still made it like aggressive as shit, and it still sounds street, even though the beats don't really give you that. I agree with you with his aggressiveness, and I like what what they did. I want to say his rest in peace, Kevin Mel. I, I think is that song, but you could tell how his voice is layered and how he raps differently every time, and then they they no. they. 
I know what you're talking about. That wasn't that track. It wasn't that track, right? That was menthol. Was that, it that was one? menthol where he, he one way he was rhyming one way on one yeah. layer, then the other yeah. layer he was rhyming like off. Yeah, like, and, yeah, that and, was menthol. And then the thing I liked about it was is his normal voice wasn't the one that was at the forefront. Exactly. So so it it, it, it almost made you feel like you were kind of almost lost in your thoughts and like the crazy like that emotion that was the the, the one at the forefront so but yeah I, I like what they did with his voice all throughout the project because yeah. it wasn't just like i didn't feel like he himself by himself was all the way aggressive like his like the sound of his voice but i think like what they did with certain tracks yeah how they made it sound aggressive that way i think that that was really dope i, I really picked up on that i know when, when it first leaked People were writing me, they're like, man, it's boring. What a, what a letdown. I'm like, what are you listening to? Like, yeah, what did you yeah. think? I think people just thought that this was gonna be a fucking Kendrick project. Yeah, yeah. And I don't get it. Like, how can you listen to Banana and say that that's right. boring? Right. Like, I don't even right, smoke yeah. weed. Exactly. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't have, I have nothing to do with weed. But listening to that track, the way he talks about right. weed, it almost makes you wanna go smoke weed because it's so interesting. Verse. The second verse on there, where he, where he was even more, where he was angrier on it. Yes. Like, yeah, I don't know what people were thinking when they were telling you that. I don't either, yeah. but I got that a lot. I think that's just one of those things where people listen to things surface level and they don't really go that deep into it, but anyone that seriously- shit after their first listen to some shit, they don't, they right. don't get sick. And do it one time. Yeah. At least for me. Yeah. I wasn't like, I mean, that's like, what like project, man. Away gotta, first yeah, yeah, but yeah, you have to listen to this repeatedly because there are certain nuances that he's doing that at least for me it took I had to pick that shit up and, and, and just like you said you know the, the beats are real slow and mellow and you know again I think it's kind of like has a screw sound to it you know um, paying more homage to the south with Houston and Brad you know so that whole sound sonically could cause people to think it's boring but him as a rapper and what he does on top of it right doesn't his beats aren't much more laid back than a Kendrick beat. Like, a Kendrick is, is one of the masters at doing that. I think that gives you like a super laid back beat, but then go so hard over that yeah. you don't even know that the beat is so laid fucking back. laid back. But anyone that does not still think that this is a fantastic project needs to just go listen to Soliloquy again. Yeah. Like, yeah. everything about that track was just crazy. And like, he had the line about, um, don't put him on the freshman cover, I'm posing with lunch. And at first I was just like, what? And then you think about it, like, <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Like, come on, come on! Smoke a bouquet, cop it for my niggas, pushing daisies like a romance. Like, who, who even like that's that's almost a Kendrick line. Like, this dude reminds me so much of like Kendrick mixed with Crit, and I agree with him. Yeah. It can't like, Crit does have that way of finding that that weird pocket that some rappers might not find. Like, yeah, when you listen it. to to Shot Down, if you listen to the first like 10 seconds of it. The way he's rhyming over that weird part of the beat where the beat hasn't really come in yeah. yet. Yep. With the but the way he's perfectly on top. Yep. Man, yep. come on, yep. man. Y'all need to listen to this shit again. That Please. That sounds so off kilter and off beat and it's like, damn, he just find that shit so easy. He does. Without the drums. This, this dude is talented as fuck. He's talented as fuck. I think he's, I mean, I don't want to throw shots at nobody, but I think he's going to be the next thing to break out from TDE. Like, this dude is really talented. And he has a way with making tracks that can appeal to more than one type of person. He's so relatable. He's, he's really so relatable. relatable. He's a, a southern talking about, like, so I mean, uh, talking uh, about. A, a southern Kendrick? Yeah. Come he's on, so man. Relatable. Like, he's so relatable. That's I don't, what was safe about this project? Well, I think he took a lot of risks. 
I, I don't know. I, I guess I guess maybe safe is not the, the right word. I, I'm just saying, I, I just felt like he was very comfortable. I don't feel like he went outside of a comfort zone. So Who sounds like this, though? I don't, I don't know, but... You know what? You know why you're saying that? Hmm. Because he sounded so fucking good. He, that he, he made and, you be like, man, he's just too comfortable because he's that I damn know. good. And that's what he's I'm that saying. good. And that's exactly what I'm saying. And, and tricked you. <laughs> the, the word safe. <laughs> I don't have a better word for safe. I'm just saying, like he was in his comfort zone. It, it, it's he sounded great, but again, I don't I don't know if he like pushed about. Like I don't know if he went outside of his comfort zone. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it sounded amazing. I I I thought I thought he 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 played it right. You know what I'm saying? Um, but again, I just I wasn't I wasn't wow. Like I like I just I wasn't wow. But I thought it was a really good project. Um, it definitely bumps in the whip. It de like yo yo just play this shit in the car. This, this this shit is dope. Go pick it up, man. Go support. You know TDE. They 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 don't they haven't put out nothing that hasn't been anything but quality. So. Go fuck with him. Like FIFO said when, when he started, the, the level of expectation that he had, I don't I won't necessarily say there was an expectation. I think that there was a lot of hype and attention surrounding Isaiah Rashad. Twitter, you guys need to review it. You guys need to do this. You guys just everything was Isaiah Rashad. So when you put this on, you're like, what the like what am I missing? Because of TDE, that's all. Right, and, and yeah, and that's what it was when I listened to it. I'm like, okay, it's just the TDE cosign. Okay, fine, that's out of the way. Because I, I thought I was missing something. I'm like, damn, what, what the fuck? Like, so when I put it on, all of a sudden, you know, because of those, you know, the hype and attention that's surrounding it, you know, you're like, okay, it's all right. You know, but the more you listen to it, the more you play it, you start to pick up him. And like you said, B, you know, he's he has these personal songs that he's, it's basically like, this is my introduction to the world. This is, I'm telling you, and I'm giving you a piece of me, and I'm allowing you, and you know, to look inside my life. So you can relate and understand what I've been through and the situations that I had to go through growing up. And I thought that that was dope. And I, you know, and yeah, like you said, safe is, you know, it's probably a, uh, an unfair word to him because I don't think it was necessarily safe because, you know, he's being personal. And he, you know, and, and that's kind of risky on your first project, I would think. So anyway, um, I like what he's doing. I like his approach. I like that he has something different. He's bringing something different to the table as a Southern artist. Mm -hmm. And I think we need that, that's important. Even though his influences are a Master P or a Lil Wayne, his, yeah. right, yeah. Juvenile and Scarface, his approach is his own approach. And you know, that's that's dope. So, and I, and I can appreciate that, you know, as a person that grew up in the South and listening to all the other stuff, you know, like I can appreciate that, that he's finding, he's being his own individual. And he's carving out his own, he's creating, Isaiah Rashad in TDE and not Isaiah Rashad signed to TDE. So uh, it's on iTunes, go cop it. There's physical copies, I don't know where they're being sold. So, but either way I go, I think you guys should support him because he, he's, he's good, man, he's good. Um, like I said, I liked it. My, and maybe because my expectations wasn't so high, so maybe I was going in like, okay, let's see what this guy has to talk about. And then once I heard it, I'm like, holy shit, this was, this was a good project. It took me some listens to really, really appreciate it. And I enjoyed it a lot, so cop it, pick it up. I think, like B, my expectations were just so low that I I didn't expect this to be very good. I'd never even heard of Isaiah Rashad before the before the, the BET Cypher, and I didn't even know he dropped a project. People were just flipping out. Oh, the Sylvia League. Who the fuck is Sylvia? <laughs> oh, like, and then finally I, I got around to listening to it, and again, I was just like, how creative is this guy? And you said that, you know, it's good we need a creative 
southern rapper. We need creative rappers, period. I don't give a fuck where they're from. Like, I didn't even know he was southern until after I'd listened to this a few times. And he, because he doesn't sound southern, he reminds me of like a West Coast rapper. Um, but yeah, just the way he's so creative, the, the word twists that he uses, like on Banana, where the chorus, y'all remember the chorus where he says, we're the young and Xanax? And at first I was like, that's corny. But then, you know, you think about what Xanax is and Xanax is for depression, we're the young and depressed. I'm like, man, this dude, I, I just have to say it again, I don't think this was safe in the least bit, but I do see what Raphael's saying, and that's definitely a compliment that he said that, I, I think, is that I think Isaiah Rashad is just so comfortable rhyming, especially on a an opening project. Like, how many people's debut albums this late in hip-hop's history are really this creative and this good. And he's young, too. And he's young. He's 23? 22 years old. Right. He's 22 years old and he's rapping like a vet. So, if if Isaiah Rashad does see this, and you hear this man say that he thought the album was safe, you should really think about that. That's definitely a compliment to you. You made this man think that this is your comfort zone. You know, I just think that him being on a mic is his comfort zone. Like, this, this album really blew me away. And I don't really know why yet, why I'm so interested in this, because it doesn't really seem like something I would really be that behind, but I just think the contrast he uses with the mellow production and the way he spit and the way he's so creative from Webby's flow to Heavenly Father to, to Soliloquy to, to Shot Down, the way he has so many different flows. Now, I forget, what was the song where he was almost like, almost singing? There was only one song where he was actually mellow. But I can't think of the name of it now, but I'm sure everybody in the comments is gonna flip out and start telling me I'm stupid because I couldn't remember it. But that song, how he's creative on that, he just has such a way of making a varied but cohesive project. So maybe that was it. That might have been it. But yeah, dude, I think this album is A plus in my book. So y'all need to get off your ass and go support this. Not because it's a TDE project. I don't care if he was signed to Young Money or Rhyme Sayers or whoever, your mama's bedroom records, it don't matter. <laughs> Go pick this project up because I think this dude is going somewhere.